0: I've been told it's a good idea to start a speech with a joke. Well, don't get your hopes up. I'm not here to tell jokes. I'm here to pick a fight. You use the back of the net, and then Hooman gets opened up in the middle of the ice, and this is the tail end of the play. A nice little lateral move by Carlo after a good pass by Heinen. The quick little wrist shot intended for a redirect. Grazie gets a piece of it, and even though the initial tip does not go in, he locates the puck. To the left pad stop by Flurry. Flurry can recover. You ready?
1: Let's go! Yeah. Welcome back to the Boston Beat Party. I'm David Rodriguez, and I'm Tyler Skills. This week we'll discuss Boston's last two games. We'll talk about the waving of Brett Ritchie and David Backus. Boston's um by week and the All Star Game, but first we're joined by Jimmy Shea of the Blown Lines Podcast. He is our former Connecticut School of Broadcasting classmate. He is also a former intern on the Zolak and Bertrand show on 98.5, and he just told us he accepted a job as part of the 98.5 Street Team. So congratulations on that, Jimmy.
2: Thanks, guys. Thank you. Have, thank you for having me on. It's of course. Real, real pleasure.
1: Thanks for being here. I know that you know you probably worked last night, and we woke you up extra early nah, this it's morning.
2: Fun. I'm always down to talk some puck. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, we'll get into some puck, but you know, what else have you been doing? How's your podcast been going?
2: It's good. Um, we're kind of blowing up, uh, especially because gambling's gonna come to Massachusetts. Hopefully, knock on wood here, by the end of the end of the calendar year. Now, um, it keeps getting pushed back with legislation and stuff like that. But I know we just opened up in New Hampshire, and it's opened up in uh, Rhode Island. So people have an itch for gambling. It's you know, I know if you followed us. On all our picks for our locks we call them basically the games that we feel really confident about we hit about 60% for the year, so you definitely would have made some money on that one I know me and Dan both did uh, Dan is the other uh, guy on blown Light's podcast. He uh, can't he fortunately couldn't make it today.
1: But, yeah yeah. Um, Maybe next time maybe we'll yeah. see him when you guys yeah, maybe get together later on Yeah, of course Want to get into the games? Yeah, let's get into the games. Let's, do it. Uh, let's go right to Sunday 4-3 lost to Pittsburgh
0: Patrice Bergeron wins the draw. Tory Krug gives it across. And it's led ahead for Pasternak to carry. Flips it across and it's over for Bergeron. He scores! At 11 seconds of the first period, it's one to nothing Boston. Jake DeBrusk able to bring this ahead and a three on two got it onto Coyle, then over for a What a goal scored on a three on two break. And it's Anders Bjork, and it's two. He's able to play it right back to him, though. Marshawn able to hold. Then along now for the turning Pasternak. Pasternak drifting, shooting one. Score! It is thrown right around in front, and Pasternak has come up with goal number 37 of the year. All right,
1: so Boston jumps off real early. Bergeron 11 seconds into the game. 21st goal of the year. Nice goal. Uh, Wins the faceoff back to Krug. Crew gets up, finds Pastanak, who finds uh, Bergeron. 202 of the period, Bjork with his eighth. Nice bar down shot over the shoulder and glove.
3: Pastanak, 1507 with his 37th of the yeah, year. That goal was unstoppable. Did you see that? He, like, went around the net and then, boom, just put it right in. I think the, I think the, the uh, defenders skate, too.
1: Yeah, it went off of, I believe, Jack Johnson's uh, stick. He was standing yeah. right up there. Yeah, and nothing you can do with that Five hole on, what uh, was it, Murray in net that game?
2: I believe so,
1: yeah. Yeah, Murray. Yeah, but that was it for the fun for the Bruins. Yeah, and then... We had a a, uh, 2019-2020 classic game for the Bruins. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I hate to say it. I'm starting to get a little on the negative side. I think that's why I invited Jimmy in today. Coming
2: over the dark side? Well,
1: no, I still think Tuke is a better goaltender, but that's besides the point. Um, But, yeah, no, this is... uh, Boston scores three straight, 15 minutes into the game. You're up 3-0, and then you lose the game, and it's just... It's been a signature loss this year.
2: It's been the epitome for the last month, month and a half. You know, starting with that Florida collapse. God, that, that was like that was, month and a half yeah. ago. Yeah,
1: late late October, yeah. early November. Uh, yeah,
2: so that's more than a month ago. Yeah, and it's just been like just games like that where you just can't hold double or not double digit leads, but like multiple goal leads, two, three, four goals, and it's a slow collapse, and you can see it coming. It's a landslide, and it starts to fall, and it's just like I, I don't, I don't know where to turn at this point. And it just,
1: yeah. It's it's frustrating yeah. as a fan. Oh, absolutely! Um, I don't know what you saw in that game, Tyler, but as soon as uh, Dominic Simon scored sixteen thirty-four in
3: the first period, I just saw that game just (laughs) the ice tilted. Yeah, but yeah, I gotta mention the shots that happened. All of them were from behind the net. Crosby or Malkin would like, well, not Malkin. He didn't have an assist in that game, but Malk. I should say Crosby or Latane passed it from behind the net, and they get a top corner. It was like three of those goals. Melkin actually assisted on the uh, the game winner by Brian Rust. Yeah. Uh, but
1: yeah, uh, Crosby two assists in that game. Yep. A lot of shots from behind the net. Just I mean, you you give up a goal 33 seconds into the second period, a minute 41 into the third period. That's not a recipe for success. No, those are, those are no.
2: backbreaking goals. Yeah. I mean, you you trying to get to the locker room and regroup and. They hit you or you're coming out of the locker room and trying to start off strong. And it, just, it takes all the momentum that you basically gained from the intermission. And yeah. it's gone.
1: And we've talked a lot, Tyler and I have talked a lot this year about those. Um, oh, fuck. How do I uh, I just went brain the dead. The bad giveaways. <laughs> the bad giveaways that were happening. The, un- the untimely goals. We've mm-hmm. talked yeah. a lot about this year about the untimely goals. Yep. And Simon's goal was very untimely. A minute and a half, less than a minute and a half after you go up three to nothing. Yep. And you let this team back in.
2: It gets the uh, it yeah. gets the crowd energized. It's just it's not it's it, not ideal.
1: It sounds stupid. It's only one goal and you're up, you're still up two, but for whatever reason, and I mentioned this last week because of the collapse against Philadelphia, why can't this team hold a three goal lead?
2: I guess for the Bruins, I guess the saying would be three a three goal leads the worst lead in a- hockey. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd, I know I know normally it's uh, the two goal lead. But the three goal lead for them this year has just been they're uncanny. Just, yeah, it's it's, just, it's ridiculous.
1: You think you have that next goal. It's, I mean, you know, going yeah. up, going up, extending the lead from two goals to three. You're like, oh shit, great. And then it's just, it scares me. It's just like when it goes to overtime of the shootout this year. I, I, so I it, just,
2: it's a guaranteed loss. Of this I, I just kind of okay. want
1: to shut the game off.
2: I mean, overtime's almost yeah. a guaranteed loss. The shootout is a guaranteed loss. I mean, it's uh. they're getting worse instead of better, which is insane. I mean, yeah, it's just as a fan, it's. I mean, I, don't, I There's times where I'm like, call timeouts, just kill momentum. Because in uh, hockey, it's the one sport where calling the timeout, it really shuts the other team down. I don't know what it is. It just it kills the air. I don't know. It's yeah. Some it's,
1: sometimes it you know, has that effect. It, you can actually turn a game around like exactly. that. Like if you give up, if you're up three goals and you give up three quick goals, that's a good time to call a timeout. Exactly. I mean, exactly. these weren't
2: exactly the quickest. No, exactly. But
1: still, at the same
2: point. After the second one, I would have thought like just. Call a timeout and say, hey guys, boys, what, what are we doing here? Like, we have three, nothing. Now it's three, two. Let's go. Let's go ahead and back in the game. And that that's what I would have done. I mean, again, I'm not, <laughs> I'm just a fan. I mean, I'm not a coach. Yeah, here. Right, yeah, but, yeah. but I mean, it just, it's just something that you would have thought about.
3: Yeah, I like this yeah. to just say I'm just some schmuck talking shit on the radio. Yeah, so. yeah no, it's... one more thing I want to mention. This game was very physical and pretty dirty. Pretty rough, I should say.
1: Yeah, Pittsburgh with 38 hits to 28 of Boston. Um, but the shots were so lopsided. 38 for Boston, 22 for Pittsburgh. Yeah, 22 uh, for Pittsburgh doesn't look, doesn't look good that, at all for Halak. Yeah, but no. but I, I I have to say this, Jimmy. Go ahead. I don't hear anybody calling for Halak's head in a fucking shitty game like right. this where he saves, what,
2: 80%? Okay, so my thing with Halak is Halak's always due for the midseason slump. And he did it last year, except for... Tuca came on. My thing with Halak though versus Tuca where I'm a little more accepting of it is he's making about four million dollars instead of eight. True. So I'm willing to yeah. take the ups and downs with Halak, just like when we had um who's the back of uh before. Kudobin? Him? Kudobin. Thank you. I'm like i like, it's not uh yeah, I almost said uh, Hanu Toivinen, which is way.
1: Oh, yeah. That's way oh, my harder. God. He's, yeah. He's still in my video game that I had for the PS2, for Christ's <laughs> sake. Exactly.
2: Exactly. I think, I
1: think he's my lead goaltender. There I traded know. for uh, Crawford, too, though, hey, but the, he sucks in that there game. You go. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, he, I mean, he had ups and downs, too. And as a starter, he's not good enough to really, you know, control it. But if he gets hot, he gets hot. And my thing is, I'm willing to take the ups and downs with a goalie. That you just hope he gets hot in the playoffs and pay him a fraction of what you pay to Rask.
1: Yeah. And I I, guess, I had a, I, I apologize no, no, for cutting go you ahead. off there. No. I had a conversation at the the school I used to work with with the principal and he pointed out, with the exception of I think it was um it would have been Holpie, in the last ten years, any goaltender making over five million dollars, I and I forget the exact numbers that he said, hasn't won a cup. Hasn't no, exactly. Won, yeah. They don't get paid until after the fact mm-hmm. and then they don't win another one. And it's like, well, I mean, maybe Crawford because they Crawford won what the three yeah. in
2: the in this past decade. Right. Yeah, I think the only one that's sort of come close is Luongo. He's the only one that's really come yeah. close, to actually winning cup after getting paid because he got monster deal up in Vancouver.
1: Yeah, it just but he, but he didn't win that it, one. Ex- yeah, exactly. <laughs> that one.
2: You pay the goalie so much, and it you just it, it's all about getting hot at the right time. So. And it's a lot of what the defense does in front of you and can you get scoring? Goalie can't score himself. So if you pay a goalie X amount of money, you're taking away from your de- uh, defensive depth or forward depth. It's It comes back and ends up biting in the ass later on because you don't have the pieces to actually win a cup because you're paying the goalie in the back end so much. And that's my biggest problem with Tuca is that his play is too up and down especially when it comes to big games. I don't think he actually shows up for a lot of them. Either he you know taps out because he's sick or just Shows up and he's not, you know, the $8 million goalie, what you would expect to be an $8 million goalie, and he's just not that, and that's just my biggest problem yeah. with him.
1: Yeah, I, I like what you said about the defense in front of them, though, and I see a lot of times, I don't know if the defense sometimes gets too comfortable in front of Tuca, mm-hmm. um, I kind of see that as an issue. Right. Uh for you to say Tuka doesn't always show up in the big mm-hmm. games, he showed up pretty damn well last year in the playoffs. Except, I, I know we disagree about Game Seven. I think it game. was more on the team. You think it was more? I think it was a combination of the both. Absolutely. But yeah. I think
2: the goal at the end of the first period that the, people, that the people, one that
1: Marshan just guy tickled at, the guy with a feather I and then went to the bench. I was gonna
2: say the people that blame Marshan for that. It's it bothers me because w- was he wrong? Yes. I don't know what he. I don't know what the hell he's doing there. If it was. Uh, Tarasenko there I am you know you give up the goal he's an elite goal scorer it's Petrangelo yeah. a defenseman a defensive defenseman at that but and,
1: but still a good defenseman but a, he's not a, a real good defenseman it's like he's a good got one. a hell of a shot
2: it was a backhand from the slot yeah, it, I, I expect like, that. <laughs> it just it, it's a it might be a backhand which is a tough shot to stop I get that but it just it comes down to your team needs that save you're being paid as, a, as an elite goalie the elite goalie stopped that I mean if that's Broder that's a save if that's Carey price that's a save and for fortuga it's a 50 50 shot and I, I, I just, big games I don't really have a lot of faith in them really come through that's just yeah. me personally I know that there's it's a very controversial issue around here oh yeah in Boston. so yeah
1: yeah he's definitely a polarizing figure very. and the goal, the goaltender can be equated to the uh, quarterback in football exactly, where, exactly. Yeah, you want to yeah. pay these guys some money because they're gonna take all the blame when you lose and they'll get some credit if you win mm-hmm. um but you know he you pay these guys so much and then they don't come through four years seems to be a pattern is like think what I was getting at yeah I mean it's not that they're not trying no, it's no. just they're winning before they get paid
2: right exactly I actually also kind of put them in the same cast uh, same group as like running backs cuz a, a, a goalie out of nowhere in the minors can come up because you because uh, of interest and just get hot and just go off for you know six seven weeks win you a cup and then just end up being yeah, <laughs> for the rest of his life. Cam Ward. Matt Murray. Yep.
1: Did it yeah. for Pittsburgh. Yeah,
2: exactly. Uh, Cam Ward did it as a rookie in 06. I mean, it just it happens where they end up winning. Uh, Cam Ward even won Rookie of the Year for that year.
1: Yeah, that's true. And awesome. so, and yeah. then
2: he was. He was good for a couple of years, but then he just kind of fell off. The- I mean, it's not he,
1: he was a solid goaltender for a few years for yeah, them. exactly. And, you know, did win them the cup. Did they go back a couple of times? They went no. Through?
2: They went to an Easter Commerce finals. That's what it was. Um, cause
1: they they beat Boston in seven games. Ugh. Oh, I remember I threw something at my TV that night. I think I woke my wife that was, up. That
2: was that was like the yeah. that was like the second of like four years lost in Game Seven at home. Oh
1: my God! Yeah, cause we, everybody was saying that oh, Julian couldn't Julian and Chara and. They couldn't win the the yeah. seventh game.
2: And yeah, then, it's true. Uh, like, for a while ago, we couldn't win it, and then we won what three on the way to a cup that year, or a yeah. couple years later. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's uh, move Sorry. on yeah. to Sorry Tuesday night's game. Tyler, feel free to jump in at any time. Don't let us over.
3: You're having a good conversation. Just
1: throw something at us, flip us the bird, whatever it is. You're here too, man. Yeah, I am. All right, so Tuesday there was a Vegas Golden Knights were in town with their new coach. Who's that? Debar.
2: Yeah, Peter Dubois. Yeah, Peter uh, Dubois. He's uh, the coach of the Sharks, right? Yeah,
1: yes. he got fired. He got fired. One of the many f- fired coaches. Years. Oh, yeah, there was a ton of them this year. Yeah. Uh, that was a 3-2 come-from-behind victory. Let's listen to
0: those goals right now. Flory throws it back to Coleman. Lozon tees it up. He scores! Jeremy Lozon. A lock out of the goal. Coiled to DeBrusque. He scores! Jake DeBrusk lights the lamp, Danton behind and cuts off the boards. Brandon Carlos Rush shot the knockdown tip. Kriegie scores.
1: All right, you just heard it there. Vegas gets on the board early in the first, minute twenty-four into the game. Bad angle backhand by Mark Stone. Eleven. Forty of the first period. Jeremy Lazan scores his first of the year. I like that shot. Yeah, I like that shot too. Just like maybe like a one third wind up, mm-hmm. quick slap yeah. shot. Do um, a lot of traffic as well. Picked his corner. Um, yeah,
2: he's uh, been good in limited action that, that that we've seen him. You know, up and down, he's been pretty good uh, last year and this year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think. Uh, what do I get for him? This year he has a goal plus two. Oh no, that was actually just in this game. He had a goalie. He was a plus two, two shots, four hits, a block, and fifteen thirty. And yeah. On yeah. He had
3: a two plus or minus in the uh,
1: in this Vegas game. Yeah. So I wanna, I definitely wanna touch base about some of the younger guys. See what Jimmy thinks about them. We've had a couple discussions on them like this yeah. year, especially the defensemen. They've been having quite a bit. We've seen a lot of them, and it's, it, I think it's about time you start bringing some young blood. Yeah, and, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. Especially where you've been stumbling for the last month, month and yeah, a half. Yeah, this could be Charles last year. So
2: it probably is. Yeah. yeah,
1: it probably is. He's looking, he's
2: looking his age at this yeah. point. What's he
1: making, like three million this year?
2: I think he took a huge pay cut. Yeah, it's yeah. about three.
1: Yeah, so if he's back next year, I'm assuming it's gonna be another small deal. It'd be
2: probably a veteran minimum at this point. Yeah and
1: performance-wise, it's not been the same. Yeah, no. early in this year, too, he looked really sluggish and slow, couldn't get the puck out a few times.
2: I want to know how much that jaw – because I know he missed some games with that jaw again. I want to know if that jaw yeah. – or I think he missed a game with that jaw again. Um, I think, yeah,
1: I think he missed two earlier two, this month. Yeah, or it was the they Washington to, they game. They had to reset it, and yeah. then a couple days later they did uh, yeah. something
2: else. So I want to know if that's yeah. still somewhat of a thing in the back of his head, but that's just me.
1: Yeah, I mean that I've never broken a job but I've broken no, I mean either. <laughs> I've broken my arm several times and it just broken bones hurt. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah it They never really heal the same.
1: All right, so Lazon ties the game at one apiece, about eleven minutes into the second period, Vegas makes it two to one when uh, Nicholas Haig, I think is how it was pronounced, scores on the power play. Um, four twenty six into the third period, Jake Debruss makes it two to two. And 12-18 of the third period, David Krejci scores to give Boston the lead that they would not relinquish. Again, nice come from behind win. Vegas is a good team. I know that just went through a coaching change because they were slumping. I disagreed with that coaching change personally.
3: Yeah, I, I dis- we disagreed on this it was the coach firings have been really bad lately this is probably the worst we've had we've said this is the worst one i think this was just for like unless there was something going on behind the scenes
1: that you don't know about this was just to fire the coach to fire the coach
2: i think i made the joke saying is he doing some alex core stuff behind the scenes and (laughs) taping taping (laughs) because it happened like what a day after that whole thing came out i was like and he was i mean he took his team to the cop. he won the best coach that year he didn't win the cup, but I mean, he got there. It just and didn't
1: even get a full three seasons.
2: And they're in the playoffs. They're the second wild card team, or they might be first now. But they're, they're in the playoffs. You don't see that a lot. Where the like, no. I know they went on a four game losing streak, but I but mean, Boston come
1: on. Boston went on like what, a six, or seven, eight game losing streak. Yeah, that's, in yeah. December. And I know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. I know. You, you can talk. About, we'll give you some time to talk about <laughs> it, firing Cassidy later, if you would like. <laughs> Yeah, I think
3: that's a bad move. But
2: I mean, I'm not saying it's a yeah. great move, but it's a, it's an option.
3: <laughs> so during this entire game, the Bruins were 0 and five during the power play. This is probably one of the worst power play games they've had in this season yeah. as a whole. I'm gonna
1: mm-hmm. have, I'm gonna have to say that. And 0 for seven in the last two games, in the last month or so. They, I mean, they they had the power play streak, so that was nice. But um, yeah, the last few games, not a month or so. I'm sorry, it just kind of yeah, tailed you know, off. Yeah, After a this bit.
3: game, you gotta see a slight change especially when you have the all-star break coming up too maybe it's a good time to start something new
1: yeah hopefully everybody taking a break off you know getting some rest seeing their family whatever um david crechey's hanging out with milan lucic and and nathan (laughs) horton people are getting all hot on that on the internet like
2: well nathan horton i actually didn't even know he was still he he doesn't look like himself he's tiny now yeah tiny I mean, yeah. it, it's
1: unfortunate. Another player whose career ended by a, a concussion on a bad hit. Yeah. Did you yeah. see what
2: Savard said about it? No. He said, oh, my God, he's alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's like I saw that. I was like, you got it. That's really funny, actually.
1: Well, Mark Savard has really just been coming back into the lim- the limelight over the last couple of years after so many years of just not hearing from him because he had, had to spend so much time in the
3: dark, and he
1: went oh, through yeah. some yeah, real tough times. I think he has times. his
3: own YouTube channel where he does like a- – stick reviews like with Conor McDavid that's awesome yeah, yeah I like that
1: he does, he does uh, I believe it's a promotion if I'm misspeaking on this I apologize where he does something for kids where he tapes up their sticks for them
2: that's awesome in, that's in awesome. his area so. I, I mean I, I met him last playoffs Um, I was watching uh, a playoff game with Rick Middleton and I was up in like the Legends suite or whatever and they're like oh look it's Mark Safar and so I, I got to meet him great guy yeah Yeah. I was actually I was talking to him like it's great to see you actually healthy again because you know concussions especially the way he's had them they're tough they're, oh yeah yeah,
1: I, I've had one concussion that I know of in my life. Uh, I was rollerblading, fell, hit my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and I lost about six hours of that day with transient amnesia. Ooh. Um, apparently, I just kept reaching into my pocket saying, ooh, what's this? Oh, when did Ralph get here? Ooh, what's this? Oh, when did Ralph get here? May yeah. as well have been uh, James Wood. Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> ooh, piece of candy.
3: Yeah, so during this game, and the fourth line had a bit of a nuke, Player on their team with Anton Bleed on the team.
1: Yeah, Anton Bleed, 24 years old, 6 feet, 201 pounds. Um, I've noticed him in um, preseason the
3: last couple years. It's good
1: to see him come up, uh, get some action.
3: Yeah, he had around 12 chests this game with a total of 9 minutes. He didn't get a point this game. Um, Did have three hits, though. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. You know, people calling for some... uh, the Bruins to start throwing their weight around. I definitely think you're gonna stop having people run at you. Better players oh, like like your Tukas yeah. and your Postanocs. Pasternak had a little bit of a span there with the other team was running him, and he just kept throwing his hands up, and that was pissing me off. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you're a great player, buddy, but you're not gonna get all the calls. Oh right? no, exactly. It's, all, it's what your fourth year in the league, fifth year in the league. No, I think
2: it's fourth. I think it's the fourth year. Yeah.
1: I, well, I thought he was, like, 25 a couple weeks ago. He's, like, well,
2: he's like 22, 23, right? He's, yeah, he's yeah. just really young. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: He came in very young. Well,
2: like, um, hockey's the one sport where you come in when you're 18 years old and you play significant minutes for, like, the really good players. So.
1: Patrice Bergeron, they thought he was going to go back down and put a Providence and they're, yeah. like, yeah, we're going to yeah. hold on to this kid for exactly. a little while. Exactly. Yeah. Look
2: at him. Uh, back back <laughs> when he had
1: his blonde hair. Oh, my god. <laughs> <laughs> He, looked, oh he looks like Lucha. Does
2: yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> I've, got, I've got, he used to have blonde hair. That's insane.
1: Yeah. Every once in a while, they'll show, they'll show an old picture of him, and it's, it's like, oh my God. The
2: frosted tips. Oh my God.
1: I never had those, but I remember I when they, those were a big thing. I was like, um, all uh, right.
2: Uh. Uh.
1: Oh, man. So Boston was. Actually, outshot Vegas in this game 37-29. to 29. One of the things I've been saying, Jimmy, lately is uh, Boston needs to shoot more. I'm one mm-hmm. of those guys who, when they're on the power play for a minute and a half and they're just doing fucking figure eights, I'm sitting there yelling at my TV. Um, but I've been seeing some shots the last couple games, you know, over 70 shots, I believe. They – oh, shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it's, it's 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 especially in the power play, it's very important to get pucks to the net, especially with the bumper in the middle with the, Bru- the Bruins play with the bumper in the middle. It's you get the high, you get the high screen, you get the potential of the tip, you get the rebound there. Especially in the power play when you up a man, pucks to the net is I think key, whether it's on the goal line and it's like a stuff attempt or from the from the point, from the from just over the circles, I just think it's important to get pucks to the net. So it, it infuriates me, again, when you said the figure eights for a minute and a half. It's like, shoot the puck.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been saying it, and I think Tyler would agree with me on this, is that that first penalty power play unit, it, they are on there for a minute and a half of the power play. Yeah, I agree then, with you. And yeah. then the second line will come out and take two shots and, you know, get one in or whatever. Right, I mean, exactly. I, yeah. I know knock has, like, almost 20 power play goals right. this year, yeah. but... And they're one of the most dominant lines in hockey. Mm-hmm. I get yeah. it, but I, I've been calling for it. you got to break that up somehow. I, yeah, I, I, I agree. It's it's too stagnant. It's too
3: much of the same throughout the entire game. Mm. You know. Yeah, I agree. Definitely a, a change to be made. Does Krejci play with Pasternak during the power play? I don't think he. I think it's Bergeron, and Marchand, and DeBrusque on the. Yeah, offensive every, once power play while, line.
1: every once in a while, every once in a while, Pasternak and Krejci are out there on there. I, again, I think, I think you got to break up. You got to move those two centers. Drop Bergeron, uh, Bergeron down and bump Krejci up, or something like, or at least bring Pasta knock down. That's that, that's
2: what I would do, just because I think that if you get a more balanced attack, you don't get you are still gonna get the number one defense against Bergeron and Marchand because it's more skill on that line, but then you're gonna get Pasta against a a more inferior <laughs> defense. I guess you could say as much as you can have inferior defense on a uh, uh, penalty kill unit. Yeah, you're gonna get that, and Krejci when there's good players around him, he's a good player. Oh, I he's mean, a great player. I mean, he's he's, player. He's, he's 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 on the back nine, probably the back probably four of his career now. Is this his last year of his contract, or does he got one? I think left? he's one more, and I think you may be all if if you're looking to you kind of get rid of some salary cap relief, I think this off season would be, or like this upcoming offseason would be the time because you can you can get him for a year, and then you can do the buyout option with him and stuff like that if the yeah. team accepting the contract. So there there's some wiggle room with that. Not to
3: mention that the uh, trade deadline's also coming up too. Yep, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I think Heinen is. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and we'll, maybe in the second half of the show, we'll talk about what you think they need to do on the uh, at the trade deadline, if anything. Yeah. But I think Heinen is probably your best piece to try and ship out. You're mm-hmm. going to get the most yeah, value for him now. Um, but going back to moving the uh, centers around, I think a guy like Patrice Bergeron, who it it looks as though he taught Marshawn how to be a professional, and they talk about how they're like best friends and mm-hmm. they talk all the time. And he, yeah. he had shown him growing up, so to speak, in the league. But um, I think if you put him with a couple of the younger guys, like a Kuhlman and a Heinen or a Kuhlman, I mean, DeBrusque on Krejci's left is just yeah. it, it just a fit. So it it, it, it's tough yeah. to break that up. Mm-hmm. But then maybe you bring DeBrusque and Krejci on the power play together. You know, right, you bring right, them right. back together like that, you bring back together that top line on the power play, mm-hmm. you know? So I just think we you've had – this hiccup over the last month or so, it's mm-hmm. it's a good time for mixing it up.
2: Right, right, exactly. No, I, I agree fullheartedly, fullheartedly.
3: Yeah. Um. Anything else about the Vegas game? Um. No. Overall, it was a good game for the Bruins. Uh. After that Pittsburgh game, we definitely needed that. Um. Good game for Halak. He had twenty seven saves, better than the uh, Pittsburgh game he had. So, definitely an improvement. Absolutely. Um, you had Lausanne.
1: Um, we read his stat line. Uh, Bleed had a shot, three hits, a giveaway, a takeaway, and 945 on the ice. And the other young guy in the game was uh, Carson Kuhlman. I'm glad he's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's good to see him back. And no, I just plus thought one. of something.
3: Have Kuhlman or Rager on playing a power play line together. We that, you should try that. That would be pretty good. I mm-hmm. like
1: I yeah. like Coleman's speed. He's got some good size. It's definitely a uh, much better fit up there. Yeah, he's, than a,
3: he's one of those calm players who's – Calm on the ice, see I mean, that, um, the first game he was back at his injury, I believe it was the first one pitch- before
1: Columbus. I think it was the first Pittsburgh game, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah, he had Two a couple over. assists. Yeah. Very good game coming back. Absolutely. Yeah. Um So,
1: other big news for the Bruins this week, um, which we can't gloss over, is they assigned Brett Ritchie and David Backus on uh, days apart down to Providence. Two days apart, something like that. Yeah, both players did clear waivers. Brett Ritchie, 27 games, two goals, four assists, minus three, 21 uh, penalty minutes, 34 shots. David Baskus, who missed, what, eight eight weeks or something with a concussion, um, 16 games, one goal, two assists, minus two, 16 penalty minutes, and 26 shots. when David Backus first signed his contract, I thought it was a bit much, but I thought you had to pay uh, pay the player to get him here. Uh, it's too bad that it didn't really work out for him because he really was yeah. a good player in
3: St. Louis. So mm. Definitely a player I respect, too. Around the league, everyone respects him, too. Yeah,
1: and I thought we were going to get a little more out of Richie. I thought he was going to be a bigger body, um, stick up with some players. But, again, instead you still end up having players like Krug and Marshawn seem to be getting in the most scrums lately.
2: Yeah, I think Richie scored in his first game, didn't he, in Dallas? Yeah,
1: scored the the first goal of the season for the Bruins. And I was like,
2: shit, yeah. Yeah, so when I saw his body type and saw him in the preseason a little bit, I said this guy could – I thought this guy could be on the Krejci line and almost do what Lucic did. And not the 30-goal scoring, but the the 20-goal scoring. And, you know, make space for DeBrusque, who's a smaller guy, and Krejci. And I don't know if it's more because they just – he, he didn't work hard enough in practice or just didn't have the same skill set to put him up there. They just never really gave it a shot. And yeah, I think that trade has been missing that big winger since Luchich left. And they just have never, they've not brought one in. And I thought this was perfect and it just didn't work out. And again, I expected more from him. If you're going to be playing yeah. for the Bruins and you're going to be playing on the fourth line... It's it's a it's a that's a big thing. We 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 value our fourth line here in Boston. Absolutely. St- started with the Merlo line in uh, twenty eleven with uh, Paye, Campbell, and uh Thornton, and then last year with uh, Corrali, Achari and Wags. Uh, Wags. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. Wags, who called you out yeah, for he, your Tuca take? No,
2: he's not. No, no he didn't. didn't like my Jeter take.
1: Oh, it was your Jeter take? Okay. He, he hasn't
2: heard my Tuca take, which I really got because he could call, <laughs> he, he'd kick my ass. He's a big
1: guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, local guy. In case yep. you didn't know, yeah, from Weymouth. Yeah, uh, just like no, uh, yeah, Charlie Coyle's from Weymouth. If if you didn't know, I didn't know. They make sure to announce that on every <laughs> every time. every single uh, national broadcast. <laughs> um, both those guys did have a game-winning goal. I just don't. Uh,
3: did you tie it? Did you pause this? No, it's still recording.
2: Yeah, it's, it's just lagging.
1: Oh,
3: okay. Yeah, it's yeah. This, this
2: computer's been. Uh, Okay. Weird it, for it's like the like last
1: my, week and a half. Well, you know, you and Dan got to stop looking at porn during your uh, podcast. <laughs> we blame Stu. You blame Stu. Oh, Stu, Stu yeah. yeah. He, you know what he does. Aw. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about the All-Star Game. We'll see what Jimmy's thoughts are. We'll be right back.
3: <laughs> uh
0: it's an honor for me to, to represent the bruins organization obviously a reflection on how the players played up to this point to, to get us to this point so looking forward to it should be fun a little more lighthearted than our regular season get to meet some good young talent and uh sort of network with a few coaches and just have a good time uh, no i, I hope it won't be different you
1: know, last year was a lot of fun you know meeting all these guys and, and getting to you know uh uh you're actually opponents, you know, personalities and, and hang out a little bit of fun, So uh, really excited, you know, and, and uh, a couple of them uh be a teammate for a couple of days to be fun.
0: Able to play it right back to him though. Marjan able to hold. Then along now for the turning Posternock. Posternock drifting, shooting one. Score. It is thrown right around in front, and Posternock has come up with goal number 37 of the year. Danson and, and cuts off the boards. Brandon Carlos Rushot. The knockdown tip. He scores.
1: Back to the Boston B Party. I'm David Rodriguez. And I'm Tyler Skills. With us still is Jimmy Shea of the Blown Lines podcast and also 98.5, the Sports Hub. We can yeah. say that now, right? Yeah, you can. Yeah. That's Thanks, awesome. guys. Um, let's talk about Let's move on to the All Star game. We have uh, for Boston, David Postanac going down to his second All Star game. He will be the Atlantic team captain. He's first in goals at 37, fourth in points at 70 through 51 games will be taking part in the Shooting Stars event, which is eight, N- N- eight NHL players, two women All-Stars, who are going to shoot at targets from a platform 30 feet above the ice.
2: That sounds amazing. Yeah, that that sounds, sounds a little pretty fucked cool. up, but I mean, I mean... I don't know how it helps you at all like with the skill, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I guess.
1: This happens, I guess. I'd just be worried about an errant shot going right into the cor- the crowd. Then you're going to have to have a screen up all around the fucking range. Well, they have <laughs> nuts around the ice. It's so. so, only for back par- yeah. part of it, so are though. So they,
2: are they 30 feet up, or is the target 30 feet up? I,
1: from what I read I and I understood, it sounds like they're shooting from 30 feet up. So it looks they're like shooting. they'll be shooting Jesus. down. I wonder if it's all going to be lob shots. Yeah, I mean it would have to be. I, I gotta record it. I gotta watch it. Now. Oh yeah, yeah that uh, might didn't... be pretty exciting. Anyway, we talked a couple of weeks ago. Home, like eh, yeah, skills were great when I was a kid. Um, and Jimmy, you were saying earlier, you really love the skills competition. I, I enjoy
2: it more than the actual game, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to agree with you on that. Although I do miss the old school, like fucking twenty two to twenty one games.
2: Oh my god, yeah, and there's like the uh, five on five, like the three on three. Really is invigorated. Is actually redone the. Uh... Has redone the whole I, I element love, of the NHL.
1: I love the three on three overtime. I think it should be a little longer and say screw the shootout.
2: I would I would do continuous. I think I I think I texted you my idea uh, based on what you said. I think I, actually maybe I tweeted it at you about the you start five on five for five minutes and then you go four on four, three on three, two on two until it's one like one on one, but not with like one on one with the goalie, one on one like two on, two players that can actually score. And yeah. it it would be long. But it would be, you know, It's a little elaborate.
4: Yeah, I mean, it'd <laughs> be more exciting than, than, than
2: do like do three minutes, you know, and that way yeah. it goes into fifteen minutes, so you don't go. It's just the shootout's a gimmick, in my opinion. It, uh, just, it I'm, sucks. I'm
1: so done with the shootout, and it, it's yeah. it's not just because Boston sucks at the shootout it's not hockey. No, it's you're you losing a game based on a skills competition. Exactly. Um, the. Uh, your idea of starting 5 on 5 and dropping it down or you know you go 3 minutes 3 on 3 and then you go 4 on 4 for another i mean 5 minutes 3 on 3 and then go another 5 minutes 4 on 4 game over if it's still tied fuck it go back to ties
2: oh, see, I I don't I don't like the tie thing but i would mind starting 3 on 3 and then go 2 on 2 and then one on, cuz there's no way there's no way cuz cuz one on one I'd be in breakaway after breakaway and then you get the goalies involved with passing out it's little, at least it's hockey I, yeah i mean yeah, ups, yeah.
1: no perfect. i get it and you know what Overtime, at least they do it right in the playoffs. Overtime is continuous until somebody scores mm. five-on-five, you're playing the game. Right. You know, So at least that's done right for the overtime. Yep. Mm. Um, Bruce Cassidy is going to coach in his first All-Star game. He will be coach of the Atlantic Division. Uh, Boston is 29, 10, and 12 in 70 games uh, for 70 points and first in the Atlantic, mm-hmm. um, eight points ahead of Tampa Bay in the Atlantic and one point behind Washington for the league lead. Did anybody really see that coming? No. No.
2: I didn't At the all-star break? Being... I, I had them missing the playoffs this year. I'm not going to lie. Did you? Yeah, I thought the Stanley Cup slump is real. I actually had – I had Tampa win the division and Florida in action number two, and Florida's not really lived up to what I thought.
1: No, yeah. just just that one game against Boston.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I had, I had Florida going to the Cup this year, so I, I'm still waiting for them to turn it on.
1: Yeah, I, they're a good young team. Uh, they,
2: find, they find they find have a goalie, which is what was holding them back. Because I thought that they, you know they don't have a goalie. They have fucking Bobrowski I I, I think yeah. I think well, see, I look at him. The same way I look at Tuca, like, he's <gasps> good. Like he's a the thing with him compared to Tuca is Tuca's a small guy, slender wise.
1: Yeah, he's a skinny prick. Bo-
2: Bob's a big guy, he, and he's I think he's a little crazy too.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Florida's third in the Atlantic right now. Oh, are they 61 really? yeah, points they're,
3: yeah. they're making the playoffs. Hey, here we go. Uh, I can
2: actually still get my uh, my matchup. Colorado, Florida in the, in the Cup. I'm all four
1: points it. ahead of Toronto in the Atlantic, Toronto. Being, no. Toronto. meaning Toronto is fourth right now in the Wild Card. Talking about a firing, that was yeah. a mistake
2: on their part, huh? Firing the I Bobcat. mean,
1: Babcock's. I mean, he. he was yeah, he's a, a, a he's history. a he's a good coach. I yeah. I, I, mean, I, I, I I fucking I, hate. I, I, Mike had, I had to do it because I know what you're feeling. Yeah. Oh, on Babcock. I can't stand <laughs> I the guy. I had to do it. I can't stand him. Like I I didn't like him in De- in Detroit. I didn't like him. I, what I, I really like didn't him. like about him was he pissed and moaned so much that now Patrice Bergeron can't not get thrown out of the fucking oh, face it's off. Oh, He gets <laughs> yeah. he gets thrown out what like seven times a game. Yeah, it's it's stupid. Um, yeah, I he, know. Th- I know they changed the rules to make it a little more fair, but
3: not to mention he couldn't maintain a good pl- good, good players like Austin Matthews and John Tavares. How do you not do? Uh, you bring a Jason Spezza into town and you do nothing with them. And do and nothing. He,
1: he he made him ride the pine or watch from the the twelfth floor, whatever floor they and have. He's up pretty up in much Toronto. like David Backus and Brett I Ritchie mean, right now.
3: Well, I actually it's crazy. I,
2: I actually have no problem with that when it comes to names wise. Like when, once you're on the ice, the, it shouldn't really matter about the name on the well, back. If you're not producing. You're all equal.
1: He never had the opportunity to well, produce because exactly. Babcock didn't want him. Well, exactly. Him, him okay. And, was it Dubis? Yeah. I, I like to call yeah. him dumbass sometimes, yeah. <laughs> but um, him and Kyle Dubis never really saw eye to eye on that one. I don't think that Babcock was Dubis's. Um, nope. No, it's not coach. a choice. Nope. Yeah. It was
2: uh, who's before him. Uh, Lemarello? No, it was the older guy. Um, Lemarello is old too, but he play. He's like the. He worked in the legal office now. I don't remember his name. Okay. Anyways.
1: Yeah. Well, you yeah, you
3: fit right in around. Yeah, you. there we go. Perfect.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's, um, a, it's gonna yeah. hit me in like five minutes. Like, duh, that's it.
3: Yeah. But, so anyways. yeah, Austin Matthews was going to be in the All Star game, but he actually got injured due to a wrist injury he you, has. So Did he break be... a nail? Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> was he that, hanging that's out with
1: s- suck? Was he hanging out with the Sedine girls?
2: Well, wrist injury, did he get in an Uber and fall out? I think I've heard this story before. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, that really sucked last year. Yeah, it did. Uh, yeah, goodness.
3: so, yeah, Austin Matthews will be missing it. Um, he had a total of 57 points this season. He is second in uh, the Rocket Recharge um, run with 34 goals. He's tied with Ovechkin. 23 assists. He's 14 in plus-minus, And, yeah, pretty good season for him overall.
1: Yeah, don't worry. He'll choke as soon as the playoffs come. <laughs>
3: Yeah,
1: he definitely will. Well, he didn't I don't think he scored to like game four against Boston last year and you yeah. know
2: Yeah, he scored two goals the game I was at. Well, actually I was at all the games, but the game that I was uh
1: that you were sold before, you remember? Yeah,
2: exactly. The game that I wasn't nice. drinking drinking because I was meeting some uh people I didn't want to seem drunk for. Yeah, that, <laughs> that game where he kept scoring I'm like, You gotta be kidding me. I can't I can't even drink my pain away 'cause I'm with uh, I'm with people I don't want to drink around. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, that, that was a last year's playoffs was a good cup run. My, my uncle has season tickets, and he's like,
2: mm-hmm. oh, anybody want to go to Game 7? I was like, fuck yeah. He's
1: like, screw you. <laughs> you dummy. <laughs> yeah.
3: So, in conclusion, Autimazos got injured, replaced by Brady Kachuk of the Ottawa Senators. Um, he's Brady, really good. Yeah, really good player, 20 years old, 6'4", two hundred and twelve pounds, big dude.
1: Uh, his father was a good hockey player, too. Oh, yeah, definitely.
2: He scored, uh, he scored the first goal of the season this year for the All-NHL.
1: Brady Kachuk? Yep. Oh, that's F- First game of the year, tw-
2: 20 seconds in against uh, against yeah. Montreal or Toronto. It was another team that they started out with.
1: Another one of them yeah.
3: Canadians. Yep. So, yeah, he's had 48 <laughs> games played, uh, 15 goals, 12 assists, 27 points. Not a good plus-minus total but the total of Well, he's on Ottawa. Minus. Yeah.
1: I mean – True. If we look if, at it, Ottawa was probably yeah. like a minus twenty. I was like,
2: if, you, if you're even in Ottawa, it'd be you're in, you're in role yeah. for a selkie.
1: Ottawa was a minus t- thirty three in goal differential. Ooh. So, yeah, I
3: mean, uh, fun fact, uh, he beat his brother Matthew Kachuk um, in his last game with two points. Nice. Yeah, so that's good to see. I think it was their first game they beat. So good yeah, for them. You wanted to bring something up about uh, Matthew Kachuk, didn't you? Oh yeah. Um, so before our fourteenth episode. Zach Cashin of the Edmonton Oilers and Madriga Chuck in a very brutal fight with each other that resulted in Zach Cashian being suspended for two games.
1: Yeah, uh, we, we just went over that, that hit. That looked like a good hit to me. It was a clean hockey Yeah, hit. pretty good one. It was all shoulder. It, was, it looked like he got it in. I know that they're trying to get away with that um, blindside kind of hit where the guy's coming and you just step mm-hmm. in front of him, but I didn't really see it as that. I thought that was a pretty decent hockey play.
3: Yeah, Magic Chuck, he's a very physical player, He's he gets in the face of a lot of players, probably one of the new pests of the, of the league, a good one at that, too. I've seen him be in fights with Drew Dowdy of the Los Angeles Kings, so... Yeah, well, he's yeah. getting old. You <laughs> that <laughs> it like it's like Dan O'Chara. No, 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 not that old. Yeah, no, not... Met, so yeah.
1: Although, say what you want about Chara's age, he's still in the league. That's <laughs> very true. true. He's, true. Where,
2: he's where I'm now, <clears throat> that's for sure.
1: Yeah.
3: So, Matthew Chuck, uh, he's a left winger, 6'2, 22 pounds, 22 years old. He's played in 49 games, 15 goals, 23 assists, a total of 38 points. Plus, minus total, minus nine. That's okay. Um, I mean, three power play goals, which is pretty decent. Calgary should be better this year. They were, yeah. what,
1: first in the West last year, and now
3: yep. uh, they got my boy Johnny G on that team. So Johnny Hockey. Yep. Love him love him. Yeah.
1: Chagrita, third in the Pacific right now with 57 points. Although that's a tight division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Edmonton, I, 57. Vancouver, 58 points. I doubt really? they'll wow.
3: make it. Isn't Arizona in that league too?
1: Uh, Arizona, they're in the wild card. Hold on, let me check the division. Yeah,
2: uh,
1: yeah Arizona's right behind them. 57 yeah. points. So,
3: but
2: Arizona's surprising me this year. I do not see this happening.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, remember. they have Phil Kessel and Taylor Hall on that team. So who, who would have thought Phil Kessel of all people would be like leading the leading, leading
1: the, team. the fucking charge for such <laughs> le- a young team?
2: I mean, I think he went down. They like, kind of just retire, and he's le- he's le- he's leading a team to, to glory.
1: Yeah, they, that's crazy. Pith- I mean, he, Pittsburgh said, "We're gonna trade you to Phoenix." It's great. I heard they have great old age, old age homes there.
2: Yeah, not it was hot dogs down there, like he did when he was up in Toronto. You hear about that? No. Every, no. every before every game, he'd have like three or four hot dogs. I mean. I mean, hot dogs are good, but that's why I gained so much weight up in Toronto. Yeah, that, that
1: explains
3: why his face looks like a fucking basketball. <laughs> yeah, so now we go back to Zach Cashian, 6'3", 211 pounds, 29 years old, 44 games played, 13 goals, 15 assists, 28 points. That kind of surprises me. I thought he was at least at the, like, 19 points. Pretty good for him. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's playing with a lot of good players, so, yeah. Plus minus total is 5. 64 pen- penalty minutes.
1: Well, I mean, he took about 15 on that
3: play <laughs> oh, right <yeah>. there. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's good season for him. Probably one of his best. Yeah, for a it, guy that, like him.
1: That's a good team up there. I'm actually surprised that they're only with the 57 points right now. But I mean, it's a tough division. Vancouver's come out of nowhere too. There's mm-hmm. another yeah. young team. Yep. Um, yeah, I
3: think Quinn Hughes was one of their. People that got into the All-Star game.
1: Yeah, he won the uh, the last man for the Pacific Division.
3: Nice, good friend. So, yeah, um, yeah, Elias Peterson's also playing over there too. Ooh, the, probably was one of the best players in the league right now.
1: And then uh, you got uh, going over the All-Star, um, excuse me, all, over the All-Star ro- rosters. You get a few players like marc Andre Fleury. <laughs> still still a decent goaltender. I was a little pissed off, though, that they put out great saves of the year already. And they showed his, but not the great one that Tuca had. I know. Where Tuca gets it with his backhand, for Christ's sake. That was, that was a good goal. That was a good save. You, come on. It was even, a good save, but I mean... For, not even Mr. Jeter doesn't belong in the fucking Fleur, Hall of Fame Fleur, over Fleurs
2: here. Was, Fleurs was the day before, I think it was, too. And I yeah. lost a back-to-back nights on that... Because I had, I had the Sabres that night, and I had, uh, I think it was the Sharks the night before. They were playing the Sharks. And I was like, I'm going to, or no, it was, the, it was Toronto. I had the over, so I needed that goal. I'm like, I'm going to lose back to back nights on unbelievable saves. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> um, oh,
1: that's great. I know, I was, well, I mean, not for yeah. you, but no, it's, it's, it, a, it's, it's a hell it's, of a, it, funny it's a story. story. It's a great story.
2: It's a great story. It's one I'm never going to forget. Um, no, it's uh, Fleury, that was a Flurry. That was an amazing save. I think oh, yeah. the, the sprawling across the crease with a wide-open gaping net. It's. It, I think that was a it, better save. It,
1: it was definitely a better save, but like you didn't even have Tuker in that conversation. It, oh. you, had, you had two, and I forget who the third one was. They showed three goals And it, there. Wasn't,
2: it wasn't even up there? It wasn't even oh, up there. Uh, they
1: showed two by Flurry, which were both really good saves, and then I forget the other save because I was so disappointed I didn't even. I saw it wasn't Tuca's. so was, yeah. I was like,
2: seriously, guys? Talk about a player who kind yeah. of reinvigorated his career when he went to uh, Vegas. He was known as uh, a soft player. Goal. They called him the flower because he couldn't play in the playoffs and after after winning a cup and going back to he went to back to back cups, winning one of them, and all of a sudden just couldn't play yeah, the playoffs. He
1: he was a head yeah. case that last he got, that last year over there. And... He got
2: benched for Tom, Thomas Valcun or something like that against the Bruins. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it it was it was bad for him. And yeah, yeah,
1: look at him. Bro. Yeah. Um. So you got Flurry. He said he's not going. You got Ovechkin who said he's not going. You have Tuka who said he's not going. Now my question to you, Jimmy, is: What do you think of the NHL's rule of if you voted to the All Star game and you say no, I'm not going, you suspended a game?
2: Okay, uh, I I am fine with that because uh, I think a lot of I, I, if I'm a player, you go to one, you go to two. After that, past the I mean, age
1: is great. You, exactly, you get a couple of, of them when you're not that young. Absolutely, you should go. But as you get older, and it's a long season. Well, and the, the main
2: the main the main whole uh, part of you know playing hockey is to win the cup, and so like. The All Star Game, it's fun, but it's not the end goal. So great, you you make an All Star Game whether you go or not. You still, it still goes in your records making an All Star Game. I have no problem with them skipping it. The league wants the star players in there, so they're gonna keep the suspension in there and. All they do is they get an extra they get an extra day off, I, and the teams a lot of them I've heard they pay the suspension because they don't want the guys going anyways. They want them to stay healthy because you know what if you know you pull a groin or you uh, you take a weird ricochet puck and it goes off your eye and you're out for six weeks with a you know a fractured eye socket. Um, or, That's excessive. Or, or, yeah. Or, 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 or <laughs> or orbital bone. Sorry. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go real professional. Oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's just I, I have no problem with that. I mean, what
1: what would you think if they were just like. All right, you you're not going to play in the game, come and do a meet and greet and then take the rest of the day, you know, come for fine, come for honestly, the Saturday, come for the skills competition. Do one thing. You, you don't have to you don't have to skate. Do a meet and greet. Well, so the your thing, fans, the your fans is, did vote you. I mean, I think it's stupid. No, no
2: I, I so the thing I, is yeah. they still got to get on a plane and fly over there. So the people who are skipping the all game but still doing the skills competition, I don't get why you're really skipping it cuz it's not like, really like you're um, you're starting a lot of energy in the all-star game to begin with it's three on three you can you can coast it's not they're not gonna make you do sprints after the herbrook sprint after a game they're not, they're not gonna make you do that um but if you're just not gonna fly there at all it's flying you know especially if you're on the west coast going east or east going west that's a lot of time on the planet especially for these guys well it's st just... louis this year it's like the heartland of america yeah. isn't it oh yeah yeah exactly. yeah, yeah the heartland yeah, yeah. You get to yeah. see the little arch there, yeah. you know. Oof. You get to see the Stanley Cup there, you know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, it just so happened to I think it was a setup. Oh, yeah,
2: after yeah. That, that's yep. what it was? Yeah.
1: Yep. Jordan Bennington, they had sticky, stick him on the, uh, under his armpit to save Look, that first. Gary, what would have
2: been the first goal? Gary Gary Batman slipped two extra 100 bucks like, throw that throw the game.
1: Yeah, I, well, actually, I, I'd say he gave it more to Marshawn on that. But, 50, 50, yeah.
2: 50. 50 bucks, yeah. each way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I, I think that you have to keep the game suspension in there, though, because if there's no game suspension, then you're going to get guys who are, like, just in the league. You know, um, i trying to think of a high-powered player just in the league now. I can't really think of one, but someone like uh, McDavid, like, two years yeah. ago. Yeah. So a rookie making the All-Star game goes, yeah, I'd rather take the rest because we're in a playoff hunt. I'd rather take. I'd rather take the rest. They want the best players in there. So the players that can afford to lose a game, They'll do it, but the guys who are newly in the league, that can't afford it. They're gonna, they're gonna go, and you're still gonna get some star power. Not probably the upper echelon. You're not gonna get the Crosby, um, Ovechkin, that people, but you're gonna get the Pasternak stuff like that, who really at this point in their career can't afford to miss a game.
1: Right. Yeah. And, you know, and Ovechkin, Atuka, they're they're a little older. Mm-hmm. I, I respect their decision. I just yeah. think I think a game suspension is I don't know. Yeah, it's I, the think playoffs certain... I think there's a better way around. it. They just
3: feel the playoffs more important that's oh, more uh, significant to them absolutely you know maybe yeah i mean
1: you, you, the nhl won't let the, the players go to the olympics anymore mm. but you're forcing them to take a a week off as well so the yeah. on, the
2: only way i could see them doing without the suspension is if they did a fine comparable to the suspension so basically you lose a game check but then you're basically paying for free, so they probably be like, I'm not playing anyways in this game. So I, I think regardless, if you want the best players or most of the best players in there, it's not like, you know, in uh, like basketball where they, they want to go. Or like in the NFL, they want to go to the Pro Bowl. In yeah. hockey, it's still – you're in a lot of energy. You can't really go half speed playing hockey. So you're not getting time off. Right. So they'd rather get the time off. And I, I just don't see a way where the league can get the best players in there and not have the suspension or some sort of fine. But that's just
1: me. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, Respect the opinion. Um, Now, with Tuca, Tuca said right before he got injured that he wasn't going to go should he still get suspended because he is concussed right now.
2: Nope. He's he's on injury reserve. he can't physically go, I would not suspend him a game, which – Sucks because yeah. can play. Yeah, you but, would just want to suspend him. I, I, mean, I, saw, I saw the twinkle in your yeah, eye. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 would, I would love to see him suspended, but I mean, no he's on the injured reserve, so he can't get. In my opinion, he can't. He should not be penalized. Whether whether he was going to or not, he didn't have the opportunity to say, "I'm not going." He can't go. He physically is not yeah, able can't. to go.
1: With the suspension, do you think that teams, uh, Tyler? I'll throw this one to you. Do you think that teams will just start, you know, putting those players on injured reserve for a couple of days before? uh especially like you know you got boston or tampa say you're going up against fucking chicago who is in the this the basement right now you know yeah we we won't need him anyway for the game before well, we'll, well he's injured yeah you know he can't make it because he's injured you know what would you think about team you think teams would start doing something like that
3: yeah they probably just shit something mm-hmm. i mean they gotta do something with them, so. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy just said he thinks a lot of teams are just paying the fine anyway. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, eventually you gotta do, you have to think of something to do with him. So, it, if it, they actually did something with him, it'd probably just be like a. Just, like they just can't do anything bad to them. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, is is there a minimum? <laughs> is there a minimum amount of games you have to miss when you're on IR? That'd be the one question.
1: Um, I think it's more like a days thing.
2: Okay. Because because um, uh, if it's if it's you gotta miss three it, or four games then it's not really worth it but if you're, t- you're missing six days but you're missing like only really two days because you are like a game and then the All Star weekend it would be worth a shot looking at it.
1: Right. Yeah, I, I'm not hundred percent sure on that. I know that all IRs work a little differently. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, Baseball I, went from fourteen days disabled to list 10. to ten, which and then and concussion it, is a mandatory it, fourteen, I think. Yeah. Or something, something like, that. like that. Yeah.
2: It's, yeah, it's some weird.
1: So, I mean, listen, having a concussion, I remember they kept me from doing anything for two weeks. Right, So and then I yeah. know football, you're out for... Football, you're out for about 15 minutes, you're, and you're, then you're good.
2: Well, if you're on the IR, you're out for eight weeks, and then it's two weeks of practice, and then you're back. But you can only have two guys come back off It's It's weird. It's a weird thing. Yeah, football, well, yeah. that's
1: that's kind of a new thing, is being able to have people come back it's, off well, IR. It's only a couple years old, I believe. You've
2: always been able to designate... You're always able to... Designate for the potential of return, but it had to be after eight weeks. But you're only, I think, about three people. But now they're saying there's no eligible, able to return. You just put everybody on IR. As long as you're on the 53-man roster after training camp, then uh, you can choose two players just to come back. Okay. So basically if someone has a setback who is eligible to return, well, then you just wasted one. Now it's everybody's on the IR, whoever you deem necessary for your team, you bring back. Whoever can come back exactly. at that point. Yeah. Exactly. That's good.
1: Um, Now, Tyler, you were kind of funny on the break. You hadn't heard about this, but Gritty hits a kid.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so the Flyers mascot, um, Gritty, he punched a 13-year-old fan, a 13-year-old boy, to be specific.
1: Well, at least it wasn't a girl.
3: Yeah, at least it wasn't a girl. (laughs) Uh, The father of the boy, Chris Greenwald, said the Flyers had invited him and his son, Gritty, to meet Gritty and thank him for being a season ticket holder. Then all of a sudden, Gritty just loses his shit and then punches, goes, <laughs> takes a running start, he punches he, the teenage boy in the back. I mean, I mean, <laughs> right I, in the back.
1: When talking about this, Jimmy then showed me the the Duck Duck Goose video with that involves game. Gritty, where he plays Duck Duck Goose with a fan and then smashes him in the face with a sheet cake. <laughs> So, I, anyone... I think there's some issues down there in Philly. I mean, they eat horse poop when they lose the Super Bowl. I mean... Actually, no, when they win the Super Bowl. They... God knows what they do when they lose the Super I Bowl. I mean... Oh,
3: God. <laughs>
2: so, you, you, should have, you should have known this is kind of how gritty was when he got when he was introduced to the Philly fans. There was not, like, a press conference, like, oh, this is going to be gritty. No, no. He comes in on, like... A, some sort of, like, harness swinging from the rafters down onto the ice and there's a bunch of kids running around in, like, these giant bubbles and he just starts, like, running into them on skates and just (laughs) knocking them over. I mean, that's how he got introduced. Now, I don't condone child uh, abuse, obviously, because I'm a a a decent human being. But, I mean, it's kind of his mantra to to do this kind of stuff. Like, they said the kid kind of instigated it with a tap on the head. I want to know what kind of tap it was. Was it, like, a little, like, playful... Suck a bunch of like, hey, what's up, man?
1: And was it the first one? Yeah, was it? Oh, was this like a like, th- w- like, Was is it three or four in a row? Like, is this kid on the spectrum and they're just not saying it? Like, he doesn't realize what he's doing kind of thing? <laughs> then then, the, then he, they agree, you know? I agree.
2: I want to see a video I, still because, I,
1: mean,
3: yeah, I, I mean. This could have been like a WWE brawl. That would have been. we I mean, know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean,
2: I, again, this, this is who he is. So I don't put a I, It sucks and for the whole organization. The owners come out and say he doesn't really – he doesn't condone this. It's kind of getting out of control at this point, but he kind of created this monster. I don't like mascots, but this is one mascot I can kind of watch and you're like. Ah, yeah, he's a lot better than anything the anyone around here in Boston has. You know. Oh yeah. You know, Easily. we we just like walk around and dance with people. I'm like that doesn't it's just annoying to me. It's you know, to it block my view. This watching a uh, mascot throw cake at people, I'm all about that.
1: Yeah, no, that's yeah. definitely better than. Uh... Wally the Green Monster oh. dancing with his sister Tess. Or Tessie. Oh my god! <laughs>
2: I I mean I again I I hate mascots. I mean and I think Philly booed the mascot when uh, I think it was the Eagles had a mascot and they they booed him originally. I know I know I know Fenway booed Wally at first. I mean that's how you know you have a good organization when you boo yeah. a mascot and like if you don't have a mascot I actually
1: wait that's how you judge a good. Program is based on if they boo their mascot. No, not not like wins and shit.
2: No, so it's (laughs) it's it's, that's how I that's how I grade a fan base. Fair enough. Because people who come over to like watch a mascot or sing sweet sing Sweet Caroline. Oh God, I hate Sweet Caroline because of this.
1: The last time I was at a Sox game, I actually did not sing Sweet Caroline. I never sing unless
2: we're winning. I don't sing Sweet Caroline unless I'm with somebody who's never been to Fenway. I have to give them the whole Fenway experience and yeah, church it up a little bit for me. Yeah, I guess. But like, yeah, if uh yeah it's a whole different thing i just think that if you if you win a game it makes it a lot more special than that no everybody gets to uh partake in everything I'm like, yeah but it makes it special It makes you want to go back to experience that kind of stuff And not, not just ba- baseball but a- anywhere like you have a winning song it just it makes it more special
3: yeah,
1: yeah. i don't know i i grew up i went to uh, a lot of losing patriots games uh back in the 90s because yep. there was season tickets in my family and yeah. uh yeah, you you learn a lot from that. You learn to respect the games a lot yeah. more. You know, tailgating was awesome in the parking lots there. <laughs> yeah, I um, imagine. I've but I make a lot of food there. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as far as Fenway, I think uh the movie Godzilla King of the Monsters does it best when they just destroy the whole fucking park.
2: I agree with that. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's it, it's time That's for time.
1: New, it's time for a new ballpark in in Boston. It's just it's uncomfortable, although I guess I don't know if they fixed it yet, but the TD Garden, there was a
2: lot of. I haven't been. I haven't been to the new seats. Oh, actually, oh, I've been about there. Them. People, uh, I, were, I, people my parents were pissed them, like them.
1: Yeah, people were pissed because their uh, their sections shifted. Yeah. They're smaller. Um, well, block. so
2: it's it's the legroom that's smaller. It's supposed to be a little wider, and that's why the legroom because they stick they stick back. Actually, yeah, I think did, I they, have...
1: did they think that just because Americans are fatter, we're getting shorter? I, yep, I, oh, I yeah. think so. Well, I mean, Gravid, gravity, gravity.
2: It, it doesn't really hurt me because I'm a short. individual I wasn't
1: calling you fat or short.
2: No, yeah, no, yeah. I am both though.
1: I, I don't want to be I don't <laughs> want to be accused <laughs> of fat shaming like no. they did about the uh, announcers and Zion Williams or, the other night.
2: Or we, uh oh, he had a really good game. Oh, that was insane. And they that kept, was
1: insane. They kept, I guess they kept calling him fat or something or he, looked, he, he was overweight he looked out of shape though yeah. he
2: did look slow Yeah,
1: number one until, the,
2: until the end biggest Boston NFL history, or NBA history uh, you think? I think so I called it when he was in college <laughs> <laughs> mm. I like John Moran who's having a hell of a season but that's a different different sport
3: <laughs> yeah um a, Col- um a mascot I personally love is that Colts mascot <laughs> the horse the horse? yeah the one you ever seen a video of him? I mean I, I've seen him crying that's when the Patriots funny season. as hell
1: <laughs> I, I, he I, I, humps the air. It's, I, it's hilarious. I, just, I did see him get excited once, but that's when the Patriots had the flu. Yeah, that's when right. Vinatieri makes half. a kick. Yeah. So was,
3: like, at the age of Chara. I think, I think he's got, older than I, him. Yeah,
2: I think he's forty-seven now, forty-eight. Jeez. I think it's time for. I think he's officially retired. He's isn't older he? than Dave. Who? Terry, I think he's officially retired, right? I think he.
1: Uh, I don't know. He should be. He was on IR this year, so I don't know if he made it. If he's retired yet, he's at that point. He definitely should. What do you think about Eli retiring?
3: Oh yeah, that's crazy. It's
2: about fucking time. Oh man, I mean, I would like to see him go somewhere else personally.
3: Yeah. Um, Yeah.
2: Just the way he ended his career. I mean, he killed the Patriots. I actually wrote a paper when I was still in the Coast Guard about why I take Eli Manning over Tom Brady in a big game. Oh my God, you were such a douche. I know. Well, (laughs) the the thing, the thing is, I actually ended up almost sort of believing at the end. Like someone said, like I, I, I I can write about anything. And someone's like, do this. I'm like. Okay, sounds good. And I just, like, I literally went to town for, like, an hour and a half and just wrote, like, a 1,700-word 1700, 1700 paper on why I would take Eli Manning over Tom Brady in a big game. So I don't believe it. Um, I just think the way he ended his career... Um, it was tough. It's I tough. They, you know, they, he had a, uh, a game start streak that was... Snapped. snapped ridiculous. And the fans, it, was the, it, was it was the longest. It was the all-time run yep, right? Yep, And they snapped it to sit him for one fucking game. Yep. Do you, yeah. know, do you know that he's made the most money out of any professional... NFL player in the history of the game. I did not know that. Yeah, I, I never that never knew that. I found that out yesterday. How how'd that work? Yeah, I mean, it. Well, two two rings and an all time giant. He's gonna be. He's gonna be a Hall of Famer. No, I, I he's yeah. absolutely. He's gonna be. He doesn't I mean, deserve to be an all timer uh, a, a Hall of Famer, but he's gonna
1: because he beat. The thing beat is, Brady two times he's, in had, he's, he's had Super Bowl.
2: He's he's had two monster games in his career, and it's one of them he defeated an undefeated uh, team in a Super Bowl, and the other one he. Knocked off the the basically the the Yankees, the twenty eight Yankees pretty much is what he knocked off. Yeah. That's what the yeah. Patriots have been. So I mean, it's like Nick Foles. Nick Foles will not be a Hall of Famer, but if he were to get if he was a starter and he did that, if he wins one more Super Bowl, Damn, there's,
3: most there's likely, a yeah. Absolutely. There's, there's a chance for Nick Foles. So what are we done with Talkie Talk. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. it, we've been a little scatterbrained brain today, yeah, but sorry, sorry about all that. Right. I mean, sorry about that. There,
1: there was only two Bruins games to talk about yeah, there, yeah, not there. not much on there. week 9 days off. Yeah. I mean, you got the All-Star game which All-Star games suck. You're gonna watch yeah. the,
3: you going to watch you got to watch the Pro Bowl cuz you got to do some scouting, right? Sadly. Yeah. And uh I'll be so betting, about, I'll be betting on it. See, so we're talking about football, the Super Bowl's coming up too.
1: Yep, absolutely. We're going to let Jimmy uh tease his podcast on this one. Yeah. Uh, we'll ask you your predictions. We'll understand if you don't give yeah. them because you, gonna, are, you want, want people to. to listen. I'll give them.
2: I, I, I but, don't do that. Yeah. L- listen, listen. If you're a gambler, listen for all like the the, the Super Bowl props and all like that. But yeah, I'll give you my picks. I already, I, already, I already put my bets in for that.
1: I, I did like your um was it the uh, the Chicago Bears prop bet? Who's goes first?
2: Oh, <laughs> no, that, that that wasn't even me. What was, was that, that like? Nine that, out of ten times it they, it, it hit. They, <laughs> the only time they didn't hit was Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, Thanksgiving Thursday, and it's because Cordero Patterson ran out to like the twenty or took like a fair catch, and then they called like something on like the coach like stepping over the lines with that. So they re-kicked it and they ran out to like the uh the lines forty-five. I'm like, oh, there goes that bet. Yeah, right. But it hit every single week except for one week, and I actually have to thank Dan, Dan Murray for that because he's actually the one who put it out uh, as a thing. And I was like, eh. so I started watching it, and it was it was magical, like. I we did it once and it was against the Rams and it was like they drove down missed a field goal, then Todd Gurley fumbled the ball, so they got the ball back on the other side of the field again, then they went for it on fourth fourth down drove all the way down threw an interception the Rams did and it <laughs> it, it, it was it was zero zero like halfway through the second quarter I'm like you got to be kidding me here I'm like losing my I'm like I feel like 80 years old now I'm like dying here.
1: <laughs> and the the Rams went the the road of I played the Patriots and I sucked the next year. <laughs>
2: I called I called that one too. I, I mean, said I, I said the Rams were not gonna make the playoffs this year. But ooh, all right,
4: goodness, yeah. yeah. So
1: Tyler, um, we all know that Jimmy over here is super excited and probably giddy like a schoolgirl that uh, Jimmy G made the Super Bowl. My boy made it. So <laughs> hey. <hallelujah. laughs> um, so we got San Francisco versus. Uh the Kansas, City. Sh- the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep.
3: Yeah. Tyler, who's winning the Super Bowl? The Chiefs. Bowl? I I want the 49ers to win, but the Chiefs are probably going to win because Patrick Mahomes has been so unstoppable. Have you seen how he's played? It's yeah, crazy.
1: He, he's had a couple good games in this playoff run. He's, he's, I mean,
3: that Texans game was insane.
2: That one was amazing actually. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good
3: game. I mean, that they that just 24.
2: Makes... Yep, 24 nothing. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean that just yeah. that just shows you how good of a yeah. coach Billy O'Brien really isn't.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised he's not fired after that game, to be honest. He needs with to that. be, I, I and want he's the fucking fired. GM
1: down there now, isn't he?
2: Uh, I think Nick Casario is gonna end up taking it over eventually. You but think? But yeah, I think I think if they fire Billy O'Brien, they're gonna bring Nick Casario and Josh McDaniels down there, which would be amazing for me. Because I hate Josh McDaniels.
1: Yeah, you know he's stale as far as I'm concerned. I just don't.
2: I just don't. I he's fine as an offensive coordinator. I don't want him to be the next coach of the Patriots. I'm terrified of that. And the longer he stays here, the more likely it's going to happen. And I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be the worst ever. I don't give us
1: Frank Reich. No, just kidding. Uh, Actually, he's not a bad. He wasn't. He's not a bad coach. He's He's doing a good good. job out there with. uh, did a good job last year with that team, and then this past season. Did Jacoby Brissett? With he, Jacoby Brissett taking over as starting quarterback, what, week Week one? The, they yeah. had like a week of yeah, um, preseason cause, cause to figure it
2: out. It was actually when we were still in school. Right before our final, yeah. Andrew Luck died. Like, he <laughs> died. He's like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore.
1: Uh, just so everybody knows, Andrew Luck is still alive and kicking, but if he does die, He's that's dead. on Jimmy Shea. He's dead to me. <laughs> uh, I think that Defense is gonna win this one, and I think um, San Francisco has a better defense. I there is something to be said for Patrick Mahomes and how he can really take over a game. Yeah. Um, but what I've seen out of San Fran's defense this year, uh, and they just got a bunch of players back in the last couple of weeks, I, I'm gonna say it's gonna be
3: not as high scoring a game as Mahomes would like, and yeah. I think
1: the defense is gonna come through
3: for them. There's one player that San Francisco needs to watch out for: Travis Kelsey. No. Well, he's been catching. I've, I've well, I'm not. I don't watch a lot of football, but I've seen him play. I think he's like no. He's he's, been he's catching everything.
1: He's a beast. I just say no because I think Gronk was a better uh, tight end. Yeah. So
2: Travis Travis Kelsey's the best receiving tight end there is in the league. Right receiving, now, receiving tight end, best yeah. overall tight end, plays for San Francisco. George Kittle, in my opinion,
1: Kittle. He's a hell of a blocker, he, and he does it all. Uh, yeah. I, I say defense because. And I, I know San Fran had Coleman got injured in the last game. I think he
2: tore his. I, I don't know if it's reported yet, but I think it, it looks like he tore his ACL or something, something like that. MCL, ACL. It's always with him. It's it's only a matter of time. He gets hurt every year.
1: And then they got Mozart and then yep. Barada, right? Yep. Barada, yeah, Barada, who's had some issues with the ball. Yeah, yeah. But uh, if you can, if you can run on Kansas City and control that clock,
2: that's what's going to come down. to. And that's exactly yeah. what it's going to come down. I to. I think it's throwing to tight ends and running the ball, which is what. San Francisco does best. Their defensive line is probably the best in the league. They have the best linebacking core out of the bunch. They have the best secondary out of the bunch, and it comes down to quarterback play. And I've said this since day one the playoffs started. If San Francisco does not win this Super Bowl, it's because Jimmy G screws it up. And that's, it's. I mean, I'm I'm fair. I mean, I'm I love Jimmy G. He's been he's been sort of a liability for me. He's been holding back a little bit, and just because he's coming off an ACL, I'm not. I think he's better than he's shown. I think he's a top five quarterback when healthy. Um. Was why I'm picking so I'm picking San Francisco. I read, you know, I
1: and not just cuz you're in love with Garoppolo. No,
2: it's cuz I I actually read I put money on it uh as soon as it opened up uh they they were uh, they were underdogs, which I don't know why. They're they're destroying team they, they were, they're, yeah, they're, they're doing it, good. It's
1: that it's that shiny aspect of Patrick Mahomes though. That I mean, that's why they're the underdogs, I, mean, I would the, say. I mean, their road's yeah.
2: been a lot tougher to a championship so far. First of all, they played in a much tougher division. With Seattle, and as much as you think the Rams aren't, or as much as I don't think the Rams are good, they're a better team than anybody in the uh, AFC West. And then in the playoffs, the Chiefs have beaten the Texans and the Titans. And you have.
1: The Titans had a good run this year. Yeah, but they're not. Yeah, they're they're, not we'll they're, give them that. They're, they're a couple of years away still. They're, oh, absolutely. They they are, need a they're a quarterback away. A quarterback Yo, Dave.
3: away. <laughs> Tom Brady. Did you know that Derrick Henry had like 12,000 rushing yards in his high school years? Yeah, he's wow. he's he's a mat yeah. truck. He's insane. Oh, he's huge. I yeah, did not realize he was years. that good. Until... No one did nobody wanted to tackle him. Yeah. Mean, not... Even Earl Thomas. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But that Ravens defenseman talked a lot of trash. Yeah. yeah Henry. Yeah, that was Earl uh, Thomas. I was uh, Earl Th- yeah, Earl Thomas. But, it, uh, and he,
1: he's so big and his arms are so oh long, it's it's tough uh, to even get under him. I know. didn't
2: think he was that good until I saw him. Like, So I, I was at the game where the Pats lost. Uh, uh, divisional the, weekend the playoff or, game yeah walk, it's so a weekend oh god i can't believe we're me. not used to saying that i can't around, believe yeah. they, i can't believe we played so i was there that freezing cold night couldn't see half the field cuz of the fog and it was miserable like oh, yeah. i mean it, it just it felt like they were going to pull it out cuz no one scored in the second half I'm like here we go and then tom Brady threw a pick six and i'm like, i'm going home
1: oh uh, yeah <laughs> yeah. to fucking Logan Ryan uh, who who i actually really like do, I, do, I i, I liked Ryan. him yeah. when he played here but, so I, I really can't talk trash i just don't get to see him as much anymore yeah
2: the question is, hmm. do you think Andy, Andy Reid can actually show up in a big game? The, my thing my thing with the Chiefs is they finally have a quarterback who can overcome the stupidity of Andy Reid. And that's why I'm eventually going to pick San Francisco because I think that their coach is better, is a better game-managing, adapting coach than Andy Reid is. Andy Reid on the—
1: Although, is he?
2: Yes, I do. Yeah.
1: Is he? Did he change his game plan against the Patriots when he was with Atlanta?
2: I think it was more Matt. Oh, oh, I think all he had Matt to, Ryan.
1: All he had to do was run the ball. A I think couple it was. I think it was
2: Matt Ryan being Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan is a perennial choker. Um, well, I mean, yeah,
1: that's true. So true. True. I think
2: there's been reports when they were playing uh, Minnesota, they said he went to the defensive coordinator and they said, "Hey, he basically takes his offensive schemes and turns them around to help with the defensive side." He goes, "If we show them this defensively, their offensive linemen are not going to know what to do," and they held Kirk Cousins off the board pretty much in yeah. that game. So they've they went through the Kirk Cousins, who was an MVP candidate, and they've went through. Um,
1: I think he's a fraud, by the way. I do too.
2: And so, same, same yeah. with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is probably one of the most overrated quarterbacks um, in NFL history. Overrated, yes. Fraud,
1: not as much in my book. Yeah, uh, you know he's got yeah. some numbers to back him up. He's right. got a Super Bowl, um, but he. I think he's more of a prima donna.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So.
1: All right, guys, this has been a good show. Yeah, sorry about yeah. taking
2: over some football talk, guys. No, that's fine. <laughs> it's that's fine. Yeah, I, I mean,
1: again, slow slow news week for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Jimmy.
2: Thank you guys again for well, having me on. Thank yeah. you very much.
1: I'm gonna thank listen you. to uh, I'm gonna listen to Monday's episode later on. Yep. Next yeah, one dropping. Forward to
2: it. Yeah, next one's dropping later on today too. So it'll be part one and part two. They're about hmm. right probably, probably about forty five minutes apiece. So nice. Be a nice. good speaker car ride.
1: <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. I'm David Rodriguez. And I'm Tyler Skills. And this has been the Boston Bee Party.
0: Patrice Bergeron wins the draw. Torrey Crew gives it across. And it's led ahead for Pasternak to carry. Flips it across and it's over for Bergeron. He scores! At 11 seconds of the first period, it's one to nothing, Boston. Torrey throws it back to Coleman. Mozante's it off. He scores! Jeremy Lozon! Jake DeBrusque able to bring this ahead in a three on two, got it on to Coyle, then over for a shot. Score! What a goal scored on a three on two break! And it's Anders Bjork, and it's two to nothing. The lock out of the goal, Coyle to Debrusk. He scores! the left. Number 47 for Boston. Both guys, five minutes each for fighting. Fighting.